Hello and welcome to yet another episode. This is episode 10. Very excited for this particular one because it means that we have been running for nine weeks at this point and this is the 10th episode. Well, it's, there's a little bit of discrepancy there because we had one particular week where we had two episodes put out. But nonetheless, episode 10 is still a landmark episode and one in which we're going to introduce the first of many social issue topics. So today I'm not alone. I'm not alone at all, which I was on purpose because today's episode is going to be about a very important uh, part of the population of the world. And I have two other XX chromosome bearing co-hosts with me here today. Um, Hi, I'm Inara and I'm lethargic. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hello, I'm Anu. Okay, so Inara and Anu are going to um, join me in breaking down a particular topic that is important to uh, all three of us and indeed to every, every woman out there. So um, this topic is about women's safety. It's about how we can... Uh, it's, about, it's, it's about talking about the issues that women are facing, mm-hmm. the safety issues that women are facing in the the world in general in our communities in our societies and how we can from our own perspectives and of course even the broader perspectives and how what we can do as individuals out there to contributing to the safety of women in society so to start off we're going to um, talk about a few aspects we're going to talk about the aspect of violence against women mm-hmm. both domestic violence and sexual violence now i know that um um studies world population unicef um, included has put out like values saying that every one about one in three women has experienced either of physical and or sexual violence now that's a huge huge number what do you guys think like one out of three women now i mean we have three women mm-hmm. We're three women seated here, right? Mm-hmm. And if we had to say, I would say at least three out of three, two out of three, at least one out of three, to be very honest. So this is a very valid number. Everybody out there knows somebody who has been physically or sexually assaulted. They may not be able to confide in you. They may not have told you. But if you ask, you probably find out that the, the number is even higher than what you already know. Uh, we also know that violence against women and girls has no race, religion, culture, class, or country discrimination. Women everywhere are getting uh, violence perpetrated against them just because they are women. It's not about, oh, it's common among this race of people, common among this religion of people. It is just a common thing everywhere against women, right? So um, we have women... Well, I mean, as far as we know, we have women and then we have men. So, of course, if we're saying that there's violence against women, we're insinuating or implying that the perpetrators are largely men, yeah. no? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so violence against women is a problem that has that is largely being perpetrated by men. So, um, delving into the aspects of... Um, women's safety i'm going to start with the lack of autonomy that is suffered by a lot of women and by autonomy here i'm talking about the right of a woman to be in absolute decision Mm -hmm. over herself and the issues that concern her own life 
For instance, many women in many parts of the world are not allowed to choose their careers. They're not allowed to choose whether or not to be married, stay married, get divorced. They're not allowed to decide fully what they wear. They're not allowed to... Basically, there's a double standard against women. There's a double standard against women. Um, A lot of things are expected of women or not expected of women that people do not necessarily transfer to men. These expectations are not usually there of men i mean off the top of our heads i'm sure we have you know some examples of um similar situations in which women's autonomy is not allowed to be demonstrated okay so um a lot of times you know you're talking about how you know women are constantly being attacked and policed for everything like oh as a woman you're not allowed to be unmarried you know after the age of 30 your eggs are drying up you know you can't decide to have a career and you know have a family because oh one is going to suffer for the other like never ever ever or not often not typically do you expect that a man's career is going to like take a back burner because you know a woman you know he wants to start a family he's just expected to his life is expected to go on as is but as a woman there has to be consideration for your family for your children like oh you want to launch that major career how are you going to raise your kids how are you going to take care of your husband how are you going to you know feed his every whim how are you going to how are you going to service him how are you going to serve his life if you are focusing on having a career um and then and then there's also this problem about um as a woman when it comes it's not just even about career and everything it's also about the decisions that you decide to make it's almost like um you cannot decide that you do not want to not be in a relationship at a certain time or you don't want to get married or even god forbid you say you don't want to have kids like mm-hmm. how dare you without womb how dare you so how selfish. dare you say that you don't want to have kids that's so selfish after all your you. mother had kids exactly after your mother had kids so i really feel like i don't know where the line is ever going to be drawn and i think it also falls into situations where the whole thing we're talking about the other time about me too and people just feeling the need to just jump in and say oh not all men okay and how um a lot of men get defensive when they hear they hear the word feminism and then you hear a lot of a lot of people who would rather be feminist would now say oh they're not feminist just because you know they don't want to look bad in the sights of some certain people yeah certain yeah individuals. so basically you've introduced another aspect which is essentially the um silencing of women and women issues when you try to bring up some of these issues in a lot of scenarios in a lot of um, situations you constantly have a set of people who have decided to police these issues and police these discussions and these conversations like oh you can't talk about this because it's not true you can't say men are violent men are wicked men are sexist because i'm not like that my uncle is not like that my brother is not like that so not all men um that not all men has been like a counter me too a, a, a an antagonist to me too and the feminist movement of late um because it's just it basically just and it's problematic for you to if you find yourself constantly needing to yeah, highlight the fact that the you, you know not all men that. It's, it's, it's really, it's a, it's a problematic thing because when we talk about these things, we don't necessarily refer to specific men. We're referring to the male gender, which is the larger 
propagator of the violence against women, of the oppression and suppression of women, of the sexism and discrimination against women. So when we say men, obviously we're not referring to every man out there. We're referring to a problem which is perpetrated by a gender. So a lot of people have decided to be tone deaf. A lot of people have decided to be willfully ignorant and to deliberately silence or um, prevent themselves from listening to these issues because they are more fixated on um, on being defensive rather than mm-hmm. being a part of the solution to this problem. So um, this leads us to you know the audacity uh, or the entitlement of a lot of men. And it is not a lie that um, a lot of men exhibit so much audacity uh, as backed up by you know society to be intrusive Mm. especially when it comes to women in their personal spaces now i have this post up on my instagram for like from like earlier this year when i essentially went out with a bunch of friends um in a group all girls we went to celebrate the birthday um celebration of uh, we went to mark the birthday celebration of one of us and obviously this was about just us we just went to have fun and of course as soon as we you know stepped in the venue there were already men who had their designs essentially on one or more of us and you know they were basically offended at our inability to pay them attention to pay them any mind some would some of them actually walked over specifically did to request to join our table or for us to leave where we were and join them of which we at least to the best of our ability politely turned down and then it became kind of violent and when i say violent i don't mean physically violent i mean verbally violent they started to verbally assault us especially as we tried to leave the building the security man was literally standing there he just watched on he watched it happen he just you know accosted one of us and he was like who the hell do you people think you are we've been trying to get your attention all evening you guys are just walking in this space and thinking you know why 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 come here if you don't want male attention stay in your houses if you don't want men to hit on you stay in your houses and then we've just been calling you and talking to you and you guys have just been acting so arrogant and they start swearing at us like you know f off you know you guys you know if you don't if you don't want male attention then stay at home and i just couldn't you know help thinking what would these people have done if they had the opportunity like if they felt so strongly about our lack of you know our inability mm-hmm. to pander to them in that public space what could they have done if it was maybe an isolated alley for instance mm. if we were in somewhere that was you know maybe less populated than that place was so this honestly leads you to think about how entitled men are to women's bodies to women's spaces I mean, you've had scenarios when men will say that they are entitled to assault or rape a woman because of what she was wearing. They are entitled to assault or rape a woman because she was nice to them. They are, assault, they are entitled to assault a woman because, well, she came to visit me. She must have been asking for it, yeah, right? Yeah, she wanted it. So there's, there's a lot of entitlement problem going on. There's, there's a huge entitlement uh, problem going on. And um, sexism, discrimination, especially in the workplace, in politics, in leadership, especially of women, is still a problem. I know everybody wants to act and mm, feel like the woman you know, is not fit to lead. Exactly. She's supposed to be at home and Cooking. taking care of the kids and yeah. all of that. I'm mm-hmm. just like, are you for real? Like, I mean, someone has an education. She feels that she she's vocal enough, and then she has leadership skills. But then, just because she doesn't have a penis, therefore. She's not qualified. She's not qualified. And valid example. Okay. Um, this happened in the Nigerian Air Force. 
about a woman, the very first pilot that was employed. She, you know, of course, this this woman who had gone through a lot. You you can as you can assume in a in a society whereby you have a lot of a mainly male dominated space. A, a, a male dominated space. This woman had had to go through all the insults and what to prove herself to prove worthy herself to be worthy, there exactly and be val to become a pilot now she got employed and of course i'm sure she was ecstatic she was really happy and i can mm-hmm. just imagine and then a board meeting was um set up set up on on her behalf as regard what it is the level at which she would get to before she could no longer rise i mean she just even got in she was employed as a trophy and nothing more everybody had that they they all they were it was a male panel they all sat down i got this information firsthand from one of the generals that happened to be on the panel he not being a very sexist person but hey he's a man born way back in the you know what century you know 60s and 70s exactly so you can't really wash that all out of his mind but hey so after the entire discussion all the men were oh how can you have a female leader how can you have a female general oh it's not possible blah 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 oh what what are you going to tell when she's your ceo you say oh she's on maternity leave i mean i mean i mean these are people who by the time she even gets to that position would have even retired and no longer be in the nigerian so it probably doesn't directly affect them it would have been okay if she was like a nurse or something but being in the nigerian air force and being a a pilot you know that means she could rise higher only pilots in the nigerian air force end up becoming the um scarces the highest office the chief who controls everything that happens in the nigerian air force exactly so that's their problem that they can't allow a woman to rise so imagine a woman pilot having you know being being a pilot means that okay you have the opportunity to become a to rise through the ranks exactly and this is in 2019 right no no this happened um about some two two three years back still yeah. recent enough still but recent guess what enough she's you know I, I i haven't followed up on the story afterwards but she's in the force she's hoping that one day she'll become a don't you a, know that they've done background meetings <laughs> oh well that i do not know but you can just imagine ah. right there and then her fate has been decided my goodness because she's just really there hoping that Oh, maybe I'll end up becoming an air commodore, this, that, before she graduates, an AVM, probably. Before she retires, you mean? Thank you. Sorry about before she. But guess what? She probably won't even rise above the ranks of a group captain. And the funny thing is, so many people like in her level would have entered as pilots, but because they all. Oh no, she was the because because was she the first? She she was the first female pilot. Female. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That that all of them have been male, so they they didn't they didn't feel the need to have a meeting, a board meeting. Why they are males? Because they are males. But then just one woman pops up, and the next thing is they need to discuss the fate of this pollutant. 
so yes um essentially these these are the discussions these are the problems like and the thing is you hear people saying it like at the nysc orientation camp they were trying to choose a maternity leave <laughs> exactly they were trying to like choose I mean, that thing is i mean I, I digress because that is something that um i constantly arguing i constantly argue about mm. how our differences our biological makeups are not disadvantages they should not separate us but bring us closer we are separate we are different yet equal the fact that i can bear children and you cannot does not make me better than you or less mm-hmm. better than you it makes me different from you mm-hmm. and it does not affect this maternity leave thing is a problem for a lot of men a lot of men are constantly saying how they don't believe they should be paid equally with women in the workspace because women have to take at least one to two days off every month because they have period cramps because sometimes they have to take three months or even longer in maternity leave so why should they be paid the same who as gets men who gets this women pregnant and the species must <laughs> propagate somebody must give birth so if we're not making allowances for nature if we are looking at something natural and deciding that it is a disadvantage it makes one person weaker or or not as good as the other person then there's there's, there's a real problem but these are the that. same people that if these women who are married to these men decide and say, "Oh, you know, I, I I'm a career woman. I no, the, don't, don't, don't want to have kids. You should not be a career like, woman. Like, you shouldn't have a career. <laughs> you you should not have a career. You really you should You should be at home raising kids, so you don't have to disturb men your, with your period your cramps, with your with your maternity leave. The president the other time said that um, his wife, his wife belongs in the other room. Exactly, because that that is honestly the the um uh, the what's it called now the mentality the mentality thank you of at which every uh, uh, let me not generalize but a whole lot of young men young children who happen to be male have been raised raised with you mm, know that's... um i have uh, my i have a twin yeah and she has this friend a very good friend of hers from um while she was in school then she was talking to me my twin was telling me this um young lady's story of how she has she of about five children or five mm-hmm. or six i can't recall now um they have four girls then two boys the boys happen to come um in quick succession like in, one in, after the other yeah they are they, are, they happen to be the last children the second and the last exactly okay. second to the last and, and the last, the last rather yeah so all the sisters are grown up gone and then she's the majorly the only one left at home with mm, the boys the only girl yeah so right at home you know everybody's busy doing their thing the boy probably goes out for whatever reason the boys go out for whatever reason and then she's home or they're all home together and guess what her mom starts shouting Come here, you this girl. Come here. Your brother hasn't eaten. Why is he not eating? His room is a blah, 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 blah. Really yelling orders at this young woman to do everything to is, get her is, to every Her brother's uh, um, mentally handicap. or physically mm. handicapped. Her brother happens to be one of the, you know, best students in his class. In so fact. mentally he's not handicapped. How about he's physically? Hand- he's a, a, very, an he's man. a fine man that girls will be running after. So essentially, like the burden of creating, or should I say, raising, uh, mentally and physically capable men 
should fall on like this next generation of women and men exactly but then i'm really fearful for that because even as we keep talking about this thing even women themselves happen to be propagators of this um a lot of internalized patriarchy you know yes yes <laughs> they really encourage the male gender internalized misogyny <laughs> exactly it's really it's really bad it's really bad it's not it's Oh well, we're not laughing at this situation, but I'm it's sorry. it's it's really bad, you know. Trust me, I understand that, especially in a lot of cultures where the violence and injustices against women are propagated by other women. Yeah. There's a particular culture where a woman loses her husband, and it is the women in that uh, family that will subject her to all sorts of, you know, inhumanities. They shave her head, they bathe her husband, co- her husband's corpse, and make her drink the water. Like it is the women in that society, in that culture, that propagate it. So the problem is not really, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not men. Men are not born to be to be evil against women. Women are not born to be evil against other men. It is what society teaches, what society allows, what society encourages that will continue and that will be the standard essentially and it's not just even about like just society i feel like as young people not just young people but as adults and even people who contribute to society you should be old enough to make like your own decisions like oh this is what society says but i want to be better i want to learn that whole thing about when people talk Try not to always be on the defensive. Try to listen. Listen Try to, to learn, learn, not to respond. Exactly. Okay, so there's this um, um, write-up I got. And it was saying, yes, all men. I was thinking recently about how women are expected to protect ourselves. But then men typically get upset when we are weary of them. Ted Bundy was a normal, unassuming-looking guy. He murdered well over 30 women, displayed their severed heads, raped their corpses jesus he often caught his victims by wearing a fake cast or sling appearing helpless preying on the learned nurturing and helpfulness women have instilled in them hmm. he would have them help him take something to his car and then knock them out this is why you shouldn't ask women to give men they barely know the benefit of, of doubt. doubt. You shouldn't discourage women from listening to their own instincts by calling them mean or bitches for being cautious. So if a woman is ever weary around you, I don't care how nice you think you are, don't take it so personally. It's literally a matter of life and death. And in the real world, we can never know which men actually view we view women as human beings and which view us as potential prey so this was written by some girl and i got it off the internet but basically this the story is the same thing i keep hearing these stories i personally have also experienced things where you're just walking on the road and i remember walking on the road fully dressed (laughs) and i was going somewhere and a man felt that he needed to come close to me and yell into my ear that he was going to fuck me so hard and walk past. I'm like, what sort of assault is this? Why do we have to face this every day? I, I, I mean, like, is it, is it in the market? Is it in the workplace? Is it in the cabs? Why people feel they have to rest their hands on you? Why they feel they have to they can touch your feel. body? And I'm, and I'm just like, you would never see me, like, just put my hand on you or on anybody. And, and then the excuses is always like oh i just i just forgot my hand there i'm sorry do you forget your hands on other men's bodies do you though you do you though like it's so valid and then there's this thing now where men constantly attack women like 
oh stuff happened stuff happened because you went to that man's house stop going to men's houses and then on social media there's this new wave of really tone deaf and slightly dense men who have made it their point of duty to call women names when you insist that you will not go to anybody's house for a first date and they're like what does that mean am i going to rape you why, why would you right why would you even why do you you're so silly it, yeah right? i'm so nice why would you just assume That's that a very red why would you say you won't come to my house because really? you know tone deaf as if they do not know what is happening they don't know what the situation is and to be honest if you insist on being that tone deaf you probably are a rapist what of what of the story about women um, getting killed in hotels in port harcourt and then people oh, are yeah. out there saying that all sorts of questions yes. except addressing the real problem which is the killings what were the women doing in the hotel were they prostitutes if they're prostitutes do they deserve to die is the is the is the is the punishment for prostitution is it murder is it death is that the penalty for prostitution look we can go absolutely on and on and on about this issue but to basically wrap it up we're not we're not wrapping up the issue on this because this is an ongoing issue that needs to constantly be talked about these discussions need to be had they need to be heard but we're going to talk about tactics that you know personally we've learned personally you know we think may work may help number one on those tactics is don't rape don't rape like before we go and talk about anything else that a woman can do to prevent herself from being raped we need to talk about the people who rape which is do not rape if you think you are going to rape report yourself to somebody let them arrest you and put you in handcuffs if you think you know what i can't help myself because of the way this woman is dressed i think that she deserves to be raped help me we'll put you in handcuffs we'll lock you up we'll throw away the key whatever <laughs> needs to be done to make sure that you don't rape that woman you're thinking about raping so number one tactic to prevent you know sexual violence against women don't rape to de- prevent domestic violence against women do not put your hands don't beat your wives don't financially abuse your wives don't stifle your wives careers their lives their voices simply because you believe that having a penis makes you better than that woman don't resist temptation resist temptation to talk down on your workers and their competencies your co-workers and their competencies simply because they are female the next time you want to yell at a driver for being terrible because she's a woman ask yourself again is she a terrible driver because she's a woman or is she just a terrible terrible driver driver. ask yourself do you guys you know have anything to add to that because there's so much more i feel i feel also being empathic like yeah i I mean a lot of of people are sexist and they don't even know they're sexist Mm. they would argue that you're not sexist but it, it, I mean, it's just kind of innate in a lot of people, especially like um, um, in our society. Mm. And I feel that, like she just said, if a woman is a driver and you're about to yell, ask yourself if she's actually a terrible driver or it's just because she's a woman you're about to yell. Also, being empathic, you know, putting yourself empathic in, in that shoes. shoes. Like, so, there's a lot of campaigns now about um, she's somebody's mother, she's somebody's sister, she's, she's somebody's friend. Man. Do not rape, do not kill. You don't need to do all that mental gymnastics. She's mm-hmm. a person, so do not kill her. She's a person, do not rape her. The same way you are a person. You are a person. Think about it. Do I want to be raped, killed, murdered? Do I want to have to worry about my safety every time I step out of this door? If the answer is no, then it's safe to assume that women don't want to have to leave that reality also. As women, we're not 
naturally built with the ability to withstand way more bullshit simply mm-hmm. because we're I mean, women we were not if women seem to be stronger than do, are doing these things it's because they've had to over years of prevention over years of and victim it's, blaming it's so, exactly and and it's so funny how i hear some people say things like ah oh, my mother has endured a lot mm. i would really want to be with a woman who is going to i'm like mm-hmm. you're gonna die you hear <laughs> a lot of crap like that even you know I've, I've i've had to hear things about okay i'm someone who i don't like to wash clothes you know the typical things like you you are expected of as wife material mm-hmm. exactly and then i was having a conversation well, yeah, with 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 my with my with my boyfriend and then he, you know he was just like what what's all that like i'm like guy i actually do not like to wash clothes i can cook i love to cook but i do not like to wash clothes and that thing was like oh kind of an issue at some point but then each time i kept reinforcing it until it became you know known but guess what it's not like that for so many people because people have a lot of issues so like people basically people don't want to unlearn things they don't want to relearn they do not want to and i I think it's so important for people out there like even like i don't know i I mean how religious we are but even the most unreligious people are familiar with um a quote from the bible it's true that uh, you know what you know you know how generally um when when people start talking about feminism and, and everything like people just a lot of guys actually just jump in to say things like oh you're, you're you're claiming to be a feminist just because you don't want to cook i'm like how can you be so myopic in your thinking like there are serious problems like know what feminism know. is about exactly even even women are not very well um educated Biased. about mm-hmm. the topic or about the title and even some women who claim to be take it to the just extreme. excuses for man hating basically yeah. for hating men exactly exactly and and that alone just everybody or the majority look at feminism through that lens exactly of, through that oh, lens. This is about, but well, I, this, I think that the a, truth is for every concept every concept that seeks to um find or effect world change there's always the danger of misconstruction there's always the tendency for things to be misunderstood and i think that if people continually focus on the people who do not understand the con- the topic or the context at hand and no use that progress. to exactly and you start to you know dismiss the whole argument and the reality of the issue then i think that's just laziness on their path Mm. now when i first came in contact with the term feminism and what it stood for i was not particularly looking for it it wasn't even at Mm -hmm. a time in my life when i had been affected by a lot of um female issues i was still young most of the issues that I encountered did not even seem like issues to me at the time because that's what I was raised to believe. That's what people mm-hmm. around me believed. So it came to me at a time when I was starting to turn on the news and watch documentaries from the Middle East where women were killed for sports. I was watching a documentary. I mean, I must have been about 13, 14 years old. And this woman had no arms. One of her um, hands or limbs, her upper limb was... Um, amputated below the elbow and the other one was above the elbow and she was basically a survivor and she was telling her story about how this was done to her by her husband and it is a no it is an almost normal practice in the village she basically came from a neighboring village she married the man and she lived there and had two daughters with the man and the man used to gamble and drink a lot so one day she told him she was going to leave him if he continued to gamble away all of their money she had she said she had lived in that community for close to 16 years um 
One day, her husband came back drunk with a machete and said he was going to kill her before she could leave him. And he started to pursue her about the house with the machete, basically just landing blows anywhere he could. And naturally, in self-defense, she was raising her hands, so her hands were like where most of the attack was. She said that attack against, attacks against similar attacks against women in their community was not the attack to her was not the surprising part because there were a lot of similar attacks against women like many husbands will kill their wives with no questions asked hmm. in her own community she said the most shocking part to her the part that gripped her the most and saddened her the most was the fact that at some point during the assault she was able to run out of the house and run to the neighbors these were people who she would watch their kids for them she would cook for she would borrow sugar exchange stories and they shut their doors and windows towards her throughout the time this was happening people heard her scream they saw her bleed they saw her run but they closed their doors and windows because it is not their business what a man chooses to do with his wife including murdering her hmm. so somehow she was able to run she escaped with her children and she made it to the nearest hospital where her life was saved with half limbs yeah, yeah. at least her life was preserved she lost right. both her limbs but her life was preserved nothing similar, happened similar, to her husband her husband was not punished not, not because this more. was not an isolated issue it's a societal issue and if you mm. google femicide or you do a research on femicide it's the killing of women simply because they are women and it is absolutely 100 percent allowed and endorsed in yeah. certain cultures and societies mm-hmm. also look up honor killings that um, some cultures do against their daughters because they believe their daughter is disgracing the family. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be about something the daughter has done. It can be something that was done to the daughter. For instance, a 13-year-old girl is raped by older men in the community and her father and brother stone her to death Mm. because she must have sexually um, excited that man in some way to have invited the impurity that has now been brought against their family. So when we talk about feminism, these are the issues we're talking about, where essentially you are working the same type of job, doing the same number of hours, but your pay is less because you're a woman and what are you doing with money anyway? These are the issues of feminism. It is not who will cook or who will not cook because cooking is a life skill. If you're an adult who cannot cook, then you know that's your personal problem. Either you How about bringing that's your personal problem, right, um, but that is not the problem of feminism. Yeah, like the other time I was talking to my friend, so you know, getting older, moving out of your parents' house, trying to get accommodation, and it was really a big deal for her. Guessing eventually, he has to get accommodation like in Lagos on the island. But when she tried to get like houses on the mainland, like for a short stay, it was really impossible. Impossible because you know they don't want single women living in their single houses. Single women are prostitutes. So I mean, single women just for the fact that you're single. The, the idea is that you be bringing men over, and I'm like, what the. At the end of the day, another friend of hers was able to get an accommodation. But why was she able to get this accommodation? She, she had to lied beg a friend to, to come and claim and pose that he was her man, mm. that and that he was the one like paying for her and blah blah blah. He doesn't live in Lagos. You know, he acted like they were a couple mm. and everything. That was how she was able to secure that accommodation. accommodation. This 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 leads to the issue of how men will not respect you until there's male authority evidenced in your life like men will walk up to you and proposition you and you turn them down and they will ask they will keep asking for reasons you can't turn a man down just because you are not interested no, you why cannot do. are you married 
why are you are you married is it that you have a man is it that you you know which which you which actually led me to put on my you know really pretty pseudo engagement ring more often in this because city just really of Lagos because of nobody takes you seriously until they take a glance at your ring finger and they see a ring and they're like oh you're engaged so you're spoken for that's the only reason the only reason you would actually you know absolutely turn a man down so like I said these issues are the ramifications are endless the um, aspects are inexhaustible we can keep talking about it over and over and over again but it's important to know that there's no revolution there has been no revolution without a war and the war we're asking for right now is not a war on innocent people it is a war on guilty people it's a war on faulty mindsets it's a war on oh yeah yeah i mean i i just got this brought to my attention right now like to mention how in some societies the men who rape women are required by law to marry them if you rape so it's like you break it you bought it if you rape her you have to marry her now imagine having to marry your, your rapist, rapist which in in, in in certain situations safe is somebody you've never met before in your whole life you have to marry like so like i said these issues are many and when we're talking about fighting for women's rights and women's health and women's safety it's not just about who will cook and who won't cook it's about realizing that there is a safety problem there's a safety 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 problem for women if you exist as a woman it is already five to ten times harder for you to live your life undisturbed which is which is something that men typically do not have to deal with like this this is not a competition honestly if it was a competition i as a woman would rather lose if we had to choose like okay just to win this award who is more oppressed men or women i would gladly leave this winning one to the men but the truth is it's not the fact it is not the fact so we need to listen we need we need spaces for women's voices to be listened to now it's not an excuse for you know man hating conversations and you know simply emotional conversations that are not backed up by fact and are not geared towards problem solving but the voices of women need to be listened to even even the voices of victims need to be listening to listened to we need to stop silencing uh these me too stories we need to stop putting so much burden of proof on on victims because the truth is everybody is so quick to talk about false rape allegations but only about two to eight percent of every nine thousand reported cases is false that is a very small number compared to the actual rape cases mm-hmm. and when we say nine thousand reported cases it's not the same as the actual cases that occur unicef actually quotes a value of greater than 15 million girls within the ages of 15 to 19 years being raped every year 15 million girls now if you're telling me that only two to eight percent of those girls have been lying about being raped it still tells you that there is a big big problem which is the actual rapes that occur so we need to stop silencing women's stories stop poking all sorts of holes in victim stories because they are victims they really are victims they are perpetrators working amongst us we need to be absolutely 100 percent non-apologetic about female only spaces there's no need to compromise on that if walking with a woman going to the club or a party with only women makes you feel comfortable ignore the men who are gawking and guffawing at you it doesn't matter like my experience that i brought up the other day going out with my friends i was not moved one bit i do not care 
what you think about me and my friends for ignoring you. We will continue to ignore you because in attacking us this way, you have proven our point. You have shown us why we need to avoid you. And tell me why we will not feel guilty about keeping our spaces free of testosterone. So we need to ensure that the government pays more attention to safety measures in public places. There are a lot of dark alleys, a lot of roads that are not lit up, a lot of roads that have no street lights, you say where that men can pull women into dark alleys to do all sorts of things to them. Even the government or the so-called law enforcement is still predominantly that. male to, anyway. To, to, to protect the citizens, I've happened to be... Um, uh, um, what's the word now? Um, harassed by a Nigerian police officer. Oh no no no! That that's like that 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 one is like it was a separate. It was, it was woo. It is a separate 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 whoop, separate. Oh my whoop, god! Whoop whoop! Like if you want to enter that dimension, whoosh. you have women who report to the police station that they've been raped, and then you know they're talking about how and uh, where did the rape happen? Your house or his house? His house. Which you find good day just you know i mean these people these people are still part of the society the fact that they are policemen does not mean that they are above these faulty mentalities so we still need to attack the well, no, i'm talking it. about them accusing they being even the perpetrators oh themselves. no 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 steady what, steady I was, steady right, I mean, right there so, i was walking and there were there were so many of them and you know all they could do was uh, so yeah stop now stop now like and I have even I even have a really small stature. I was really confused. Like there's nothing to be confused about. It is not about you know the woman. It's about them. It's about what they think they have the power to do. What they think they have the liberty to do simply because they are men. We're talking about the audacity. We're talking about the entitlement. We're talking about encouragement from society. So women need to learn basic self um, defense and protection. I know. Trust me. It kills me to have to say this. But the truth is, I would still rather have pepper spray, a pocket knife, and a taser in my bag than to be caught absolutely unawares with no ways of defending myself. It's not my fault that I cannot walk on the road without being harassed. But at the same time, I'd rather be able to do something than be completely helpless. So women need to learn basic self-defense tips, learn how to wriggle out of, you know, certain positions and certain holds. We can have all sorts of, you know, support groups and classes where women can be taught basic, you know, martial arts, you know, techniques and the likes. I know this is, this <laughs> so is a I lot have, of stress. I have, I have to go to school. I have to get a good degree. I have to work. I have to marry. I have to have kids. I still have to go for defense classes. And I have to learn karate. Oh my goodness. I have to learn karate. I have to know how to use a gun. I have to know where to stab somebody <laughs> and still, and still be good in bed. So, I mean, these, these pressures are, <laughs> these pressures are a lot. Trust me. Women have it pretty hard, but all of us can work to make the lives of women And women, easier. women that themselves have to be supportive we need to learn how we need to, to. it's not a trophy it's not ourselves. a trophy for you to do be not, out do here not castigate another woman she's a woman like you can't even empathize with that like we need to we need to stop like there are a lot of women here who, who are eye deep eye deep in this faulty mindset like sometimes people always say oh women are the biggest problem of women in some situations yes I've had, you know, female bosses who will say they are not going to give you yeah, days off. They are not even going to give you days off for having period pains because get it, I'm also a woman and I know it's not that deep. 
but you're a woman who is very uneducated and a bit of an illiterate because if you do not realize that these things affect different women differently then you have no right even identifying as a, a woman and telling one woman how to experience her own femininity mm-hmm. different from yours so the education needs to be every everybody needs to be educated it's not just like i said no man or woman is born with these faulty mindsets it's from how we are raised so we the coming generation who those of us who already have children or those of us who are going to start we need to education and educate ourselves we need to reorient ourselves so that we can pass that education down to the coming generation especially the whole thing about you know things that are that are generally or generic female like menstruation and everything and in some religions or some cultures it's like because you're a menstruating woman therefore it's like you're how do i how do i impure or impure yes and i'm just like i didn't decide to be a woman it's not like we are all humans and then there's like this pull you decide oh i want to be a man you know i I get to choose to or not to be exactly so you know i mean like i like i've said like at least three times now this is a multi-dimensional topic and i'm so glad to you know that we got the opportunity to touch on these issues um we need to continue to sensitize ourselves to the reality of this issue men and women out there we need to understand that this is not this is not a gender problem this is not a man versus women problem this is something that affects all of us because injustice against one is injustice against all and we don't have to wait uh, to have daughters to understand what it feels like to treat a woman like a human being we don't have to always consider the fact that oh we have mothers to treat women like human beings if you think that you are a human being with a right to your own decisions to live your best life trust me you can extend the same courtesy to the women in your life to your mom to your sisters to your wives they also need the opportunity to excel at their careers if that's what they want to to stay at home and raise their children if that's what they want to do we're just women are human beings too and society must prioritize women's safety because injustice to one is injustice to all i'm so happy to have been able to touch on this subject i cannot honestly cannot tell you how happy i am that we have started to you know have these discussions i hope that in the coming uh, in the coming weeks we can talk more on pressing societal issues that will benefit all of us and our society from all of us here at the in in, in the studio today we say thank you for joining us um it's your girl kiki it's Inara. and it's um, have a wonderful week guys Bye.